Well, this is Richard Wilson, the Family Office Club, and today we have an investor mandate interview. Today we're uh, interviewing an investor out of Eastern Europe, I believe based out of Prague, and we're going to be looking at what they're investing in and getting a quick perspective on their insights day to day and what their mandate is overall. So uh, welcome to the interview here today. Good morning. Thanks for welcoming me. Sure. And uh, if you can just uh, please introduce yourself and where you're based uh, and what type of an investment firm or what type of family office you represent, that would be great. Excellent. Uh, my name is Tadis. Uh, I'm a partner at Consulting Family Office, which is a single family office based in continent Europe, Central Europe. Uh, and my background, uh, I have spent 12 years before that at uh, UBS uh, Wealth Management out of Zurich, covering the uh, Central Europe region. Uh, we as a family office uh, are, um, I would say, rather traditionally uh, conservative family office coming from a background of very successful industrialists who built it up over the last 20, 25 years, uh, industrial conglomerate uh, of uh, production facilities producing tires, literally okay. off-road tires. Uh, sure. Uh, and our principal um, uh, built up it across multiple legs, but the main uh, was uh, to be a, a supplier to blue chip names like uh, John Deere, Caterpillar, uh, or class in Germany, CNH, uh, and similar names. Sure, great, yeah, it makes sense. And can you explain a little bit about the, uh, the location preferences, the type of investments that your family office is seeking to source? We try to diversify, so uh, I would say that uh, we are based uh, in Europe. On the other side, we try to diversify across Americas, Europe, and Asia. So I would say that these are the three main geographies in terms of even booking centers and counterparties. Uh, so uh, if we look to deploy capital, we try to uh, uh, diversify among all of three. Obviously, as we are based in Europe, most of the direct investments are in Central Europe or in continental Europe. However, um, in terms of uh, alternative investments and obviously capital markets, we try to be agnostic and diversified across these all three legs. Okay, great. And if somebody is listening to this from the United States and they don't really want to waste time reaching out to you if something is not going to be of most interest, um, both for your family office and some of your peers that I'm sure you speak to there locally, what type of company in the United States or what type of real estate asset is most appealing to a family office like yours? I would say that uh, the alternative investments, uh, club deals, uh, paripassu co-investment opportunities, uh, private equity, uh, obviously not the traditional one, uh, no feeders, but, but rather, you know, like, uh, dedicated to certain themes like, let's say, cybersecurity or areas where the U.S. is uh, with the top notch, which would be in general tech, um, and also private deals, uh, private debt uh, in particular, that would be definitely something which might be appealing uh, for someone uh, in Europe if uh, the person would be uh, deploying capital towards uh, U.S. Okay. And when you're speaking with your team or your investment committee or the founding principles of the family that you represent, um, what is it that above all else, if you had to identify just one type of investment that you're looking to source right now, what would that be? 
uh, one uh, type of investment uh, difficult to say, but uh, in general, I think that uh, infrastructure still makes, uh, I would say, in general, long-term investment themes, long-term investment themes related to being water, utilities, infrastructure, um, even even biotech. Uh, so in general, long-term investment thing would be the broader uh, broader term, and then obviously it would depend uh, on the particular circumstances. Okay, great. And what about um, my last question here is about your number one piece of advice for maybe another family office that's in your same region, but maybe they're a year or two behind where you are in terms of formalization and getting things professionalized, or a piece of advice for any investor that is listening to this right now, um, maybe something that you guys have learned along the way um, that you could provide to other investors listening. Uh, be aware where you invest uh, to be liquid, to be flexible, to have a good uh, counterparty, to have a good platform, and to be sure that you can uh, pledge your investments in favor of back-to-back uh, -back loan, Lombard loan, fixed advance, uh, to remain flexible because the flexibility uh, mainly in times like the current uh, COVID-19 uh, situation might be uh, crucial and uh, the flexibility in terms of liquidity uh, might be a differentiator going on and uh, many uh, closed and uh, vehicles or closed and platform might have uh, various exit fees or penalties and that's why this uh, flexibility uh, might be a key differentiator uh, going on. Great, great, okay. And uh, we're gonna have you know two versions of this like always, but in our member portal, there'll be you know, an ability for, for our members to reach out to you. What, what's the best way, the preferred method for somebody to get in touch with you? Is it via email or phone or what would be the, the easiest way? Look, email is always best because if there is a different time zone that the email sure. works pretty well. So the email seems to be the most flexible one, but otherwise even you know, like phone is fine, uh, LinkedIn or, or, or uh, whatever social media as well, but email okay. seems to be the best, uh, you know, to prepare and to uh, formulate it better and to have the opportunity to uh, introduce and then probably as a second step to organize a conf call. Okay, great. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for your time today and thanks for doing this quick uh, investor mandate interview.